Hey there. The term networking has always come with a certain connotation for me. I picture a bunch of men in suits exchanging business cards at some hotel lobby or bar so they can further their own interests. But that's not really what networking is about at its core. This month on Her Spoken Image, we're focusing on authentic networking, making meaningful connections based on shared values and aligned interests. So on today's episode, I'm covering why authentic networking is critical to your success. And in the spirit of networking, I'm hosting a virtual networking event the second week of February. The goal here is to connect people within this community and build relationships that are valuable to everyone's growth and success. Go to semiconventional.com to learn more and sign up. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and thought leadership consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. And we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. Sound good? Then let's get into it. Authentic networking is going to be the term you hear me use whenever we're talking about networking here on this podcast. And there's some slight differences between authentic networking and traditional networking that I really want to make sure we're clear on before we get any further. The thing for me that feels kind of ick with traditional networking interactions is that they feel really transactional. It's often, you know, hey, let's exchange business cards. Let's add contacts for potential future gains and really prioritizing quantity of connections over the quality of connections And authentic networking is really focused on emphasizing the building of sincere, meaningful relationships based on mutual interests, mutual respect, a genuine desire to help others and connect others with each other. So it's really about the quality of your connections over quantity. And in authentic networking, I have found personally that it's more about who can I connect others with rather than what's my own personal benefit from this one-to-one relationship. So it's more like sharing each other's networking bubbles rather than a one-to-one transactional interaction. Another difference between traditional and authentic networking is that typically a traditional networking relationship is focused on short-term gains like immediate business opportunities or a quick introduction to somebody. And it doesn't prioritize long-term growth and maintenance of that relationship. Whereas authentic networking is really focused on connections that can be nurtured over time, leading to a strong trust-based network. So again, it's more about 
sharing each other's bubbles of people that you know, rather than that one-to-one. And really about being able to see the potential future of a relationship and that good things might come from us knowing one another rather than what can you do for me right now? And part of that comes down to personal values, integrity, uh, and really staying true to those things for yourself and really being yourself, showing a genuine interest in people, not altering your persona to have that polished professional facade that we've talked about on this podcast before right? That's probably not your true self. It's probably not who you are at your core. So that's what happens in a lot of traditional networking is we have sort of this professional persona that we put on, right? Where in authentic networking, you are you and you can be yourself. You're not trying to fit into a box of what you think you should be. You're finding your people. And that's a big part of staying true to your values and your integrity. And the last thing we'll talk about to sort of set the stage for authentic versus traditional networking is thinking about it as like an organic growth versus strategic targeting. So traditional networking, again, I kind of get the ick factor a little bit when we say the word networking, because I think of the more traditional way of kind of like a cold call situation and feeling like a salesperson where you're being really strategic and targeted, focusing on connecting with very specific people based on their professional status or what they can offer. Um, In a lot of ways, it's sort of is like the DMs that you get in your in-mail in LinkedIn, right? Where it's like, hey, I see that you are in this type of role. Can I talk to you about this thing? No, you may not, because it really has nothing to do with what my actual job is. So traditional networking is really a volume type of game where authentic networking happens a little more organically. It's growing out of your shared interests, your values, your experiences, maybe your industry, and really getting to know people who are great contacts and can be people that you offer something to before you're worried about getting something from them. So that's kind of what we're really focused in here on authentic networking. You're, again, thinking about those meaningful, sincere connections that are aligned for not only you, but the other person as well. And that, I think, shifts the mindset a little bit and makes networking not feel so transactional. So that's where we're starting with as far as our baseline of what authentic networking really is. So now let's think about the balance between professional goals and personal values in networking. There are some things that you need to think about to make sure that you are aligning your professional aspirations with your personal ethics and beliefs. We've all probably met some people in our careers or our lives who will really like do anything to get what they want. And that anything could maybe put their ethics or their beliefs in a compromising position. Um, Maybe not always in a really bad way, but it just sort of is like, "Mm, that feels kind of out of alignment with who you are or really what you want to be doing. And when it comes to networking, really thinking about what your professional goals are is a great start. 
and also having a firm understanding of your personal values and what you are willing to commit to so that you're not overstepping what feels comfortable and what feels like it's in alignment with what you're looking for. One of the ways that I think about this the most is in not compromising your values for the sake of networking opportunities. And when I was thinking about this episode, the story of a recent trip that I had planned um, and recent being, you know, earlier this year, I had planned a trip that was going to take me across the country to an event that I thought would potentially introduce me to some really excellent connections. I thought, hey, this is a great place for me to go and meet all these people that could potentially help me along in my career and in my business and my visibility, PR, things of that nature. And as the event got closer, the more I thought about the cost of getting there, both in money, of course, but total time, it was like starting to feel really cumbersome to get there. And not just because, you know, I'm a mom and I have a family and I have a corporate job as well. I already had the time off. Everything was booked and ready, but it just started to feel like, ooh, I don't know, like icky in my body. And it just started to feel more and more like I was just going in the hopes of meeting the quote unquote right people. And so I started to really question whether I wanted to actually go and do this because it was a real undertaking to fly across the country for this one event. So as I was looking at canceling my flight and the hotel, I got a text message from one of my, who I consider one of my biz besties. And she asked if I wanted to come to an event that weekend. It was on the same day I was supposed to be across the country. And it was just an hour away from me because she had an extra ticket. And it felt like the universe was smacking me in the face, telling me to be at home where I needed to be. It was like, this is where you're aligned to be with. Please don't go across the country. (laughs) Just stay home. And so in that moment, I just immediately canceled my plans. I got a credit for my flight. I canceled the hotel and everything felt so much simpler in that one moment. It was like the weight of all of these decisions had just melted off of my body and the relief set in and I felt so at ease with making this decision. And it felt so easy to tell the people that I was supposed to go meet up with, like, hey, you know what? This just isn't going to work. I'm not going to make it. Sorry. And that should have felt like a difficult conversation because I was really committed to this event. But it was so simple to just say, hey, you know what? Sorry, this isn't going to work. And so I ended up going to this other event and it was a nice drive there along the California coast. So it felt like such a great day. Um, At the event, I ended up connecting with some really amazing people, including one of my entrepreneurial role models who I had been at a mastermind event with probably a couple months prior. And So she was really amazing to see in person. She wasn't even there just for herself. She was there, you know, helping out the the networking group and she knew people there and she did a whole fireside chat. And so it was a whole thing where then I got to talk with her one-on-one in person 
in a very small setting. And it was really great. And that actually has honestly benefited me, um, you know, in the near future, uh, you'll hear a little bit more about what's coming to the podcast, including some interviews. Um, but that's one of those things where if I hadn't been there, I would not have met her in person again. Um, and I would not have had some of the connections that came from that event. So it just really felt like, again, the universe or whatever you believe in was telling me, hey, this is where you're supposed to be. And so I I have come out of that really thinking about these networking opportunities and partially listening to my intuition of which ones feel right, but also thinking about it from the professional goals standpoint. With that event where I was going to fly across the country, it was all about me, 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 and what could this do for me? And so that's, I think, where it started to feel really gross to me, where I'm like, I'm just going to this. I don't even know what's going to come of it. I don't know if I'm going to get anything out of it. You know, I'm going to be spending thousands of dollars to get there and taking so much time away from my work, my family, you know, my listeners, all of this stuff. And so it really just started to feel like, am I doing this for the right reasons? And one of my values number one is transparency, but the other one is connections. And I am such a strong believer in connecting people that I know with other people that they should know. And so I really love and thrive by pulling people together who should know each other. And so I think that's where this other networking event felt so much more aligned because I didn't feel the pressure of trying to get the ROI out of it, right? It was more of, hey, I can go and I can learn some stuff and I can see some people in person who maybe I've known online for a while and I haven't actually met them in person before. And so I got to meet some people in real life and deepen those relationships. And so that's what I want you to think about with the balance of your professional goals and your personal values is your professional goal aligned with your personal value when it comes to networking? Are you looking for the ROI in these connections or are you building relationships for the sake of building a relationship, right? Knowing that good things happen when you do good things for other people. And that really brings us to my third point today of why authentic networking is really important for your success and the success of your business, your message, and everything that you're trying to do. So to kind of illustrate why this is important, think about the person who calls or texts you and you immediately go, what do they want now? That person is probably in a very transactional relationship with you, right? Oftentimes they're very close friends or family, but you know, many times those are business connections and this person calls you um, or probably more likely emails or texts you and you just go, I know they want something, even if it starts off with, hey, how have you been? Or it starts off super, you know, benign and generic. You just know that they're trying to ask you for something. And oftentimes it's something you don't want to do, you don't want to give, or it's, you know, something they're asking you to do for free or whatever the case may be. But those are the really transactional relationships that I want you to think about as like the traditional networking, right? When it comes to 
the long-term benefits of building your network based on authenticity, that's where we're getting to the point of trust, mutual respect, and benefits for everyone. And I hate to use the cliche of a rising tide lifts all boats, but it's true. And it's a saying for a reason, because when we think about our networks and how we can all help one another, rather than just thinking, oh, I got to make sure I get ROI on this thing for myself. It really does help everybody. And then we raise the tide for all of our boats, not just our own. And quite honestly, thinking about your networking from an authentic standpoint, it's really thinking about sustainability rather than those superficial networking tactics, right? The business cards, those are kind of dead. Let's be real. You know, yes, there's things like digital business cards or, you know, we can just follow each other's um, social media profiles and things like that. But when you really connect with people that you want to get to know more, you don't have to remember to save their business card, right? Because you follow them, you get their number, you text them immediately to say, hey, let's get in each other's phones. Let's set up a you know follow-up call. Let's meet up for a coffee in a couple of weeks. Or, you know, those are the types of exciting things that happen when you are networking with people that you see alignment with. And that doesn't mean you have to be in the same industry. It doesn't mean you have to be in the same type of job or, you know, you might be a coach and they're, you know, in corporate. It doesn't really matter any of those demographics, right? What matters is that you have maybe similar interests or points of view about certain things or complementary points of view. And that's where those relationships can get built even deeper and be most beneficial because it's the people around you that can really help you, A, think about things in a different way and B, connect you to even more people that can help further your message and all of the work that you're doing because we all know that you're gonna do the same for them, right? So when we think of, our network and we think about, you know, coming at it with a positive mindset and anticipating that people are going to do the right thing because those are the types of people that you know and that you want to stay connected with, you know, assuming that positive intent is definitely going to continue to build those deeper relationships. And that's a part of building a really great network knowing that you're going to be doing the right thing for other people and expecting that for the most part, they're going to be doing the right thing for you too, right? And things that are in everyone's best interest. And lastly, this shows up in so many different ways, right? As far as like why all of this is important, think about the number of times that you've heard from another person that you are connected to or someone in their network where they say, hey, you know what? This person or this company is looking for that type of a coach or that type of a worker in their corporate job. And they connect you with the right people so that you have an opportunity. Or maybe you're that person that reaches out to your network and says, hey, I'm hiring for this type of a role. Who do you know? And then you get some of the best people that 
fit with what you want exactly because you went through your network, right? And that's not to say that all jobs should be handled that way. That's not to say that, you know, we're trying to just build a different version of the good old boys network, right? We're really just looking at how can we connect with people that we think are the right people for the job. And that's where that authentic networking becomes really impactful. Now, I will say I've gotten most of my corporate jobs through a sheer volume game of applying for a bunch of stuff and hoping it works out. But I also feel like that's not the case for most people, right? Where most of the time you kind of have to know someone. That's why I left public education, to be honest, because you really had to know someone to get a job within a school district at the time I was applying. And it felt so cumbersome that I thought I just have to try something else just to get a career going here one way or another. And I'm so glad that things ended up the way they did. But I want you to think about the why behind your networking and what is that long-term benefit of building your network? Who are you trying to build connections with and why? If you're simply in the networking game to try and get more clients and get them fast and then move on to even more clients and really be looking at this from a volume perspective, authentic networking is probably not what you're looking for, right? Authentic networking will get you more clients. It will get you more connections. It will get you all the aligned people in your world that you want if you give it the time. Whereas traditional or transactional networking will maybe give you some immediate clients, but that might not be the best way to go for your long-term success, right? Because once those fizzle out, well, now you need to find a new fishing hole, right? And you have to go do this all over again. So it's a very, you know, churn type of a game that you're getting into with that. So I just want you to think about the why behind your networking to make sure that you are really aware of what your goal is, what's important to you, and how you can help other people more than how they can help you, right? Because this does come back around and not just in the, you know, magical, oh, the universe will work itself out kind of a way, but things really do reciprocate over time. And so thinking about it from that perspective, I think you will see really great returns on your authentic networking over a period of time, although it's probably not as long as you might be thinking. It's not necessarily years and years and years, right? It could be three months, six months, nine months, right? It could be years. But once you really commit to networking and building your connections, it's going to help you a ton. So let's recap. Authentic networking is about making meaningful connections based on your shared values and aligned interests and balancing your professional goals with your personal values in networking is such a key, right? Don't do things because you feel like you should, but really doing things because see the potential value in your connections, right? Not just what can this do for me, but how can I grow from this? And then thinking about the why behind your networking and 
making sure that it is sustainable so that you can keep these relationships going. That way, it's not just a superficial transaction, but a long-term network based on that trust and mutual respect, where you are combining the forces of all the networks that you have to offer each other, and you can use that tide to rise all boats. Now, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about building genuine connections as you network authentically. So things like how to get past the awkward small talk and stuff like that when you're meeting new people, that's all going to be part of the next episode. So don't forget to tune in. And in the meantime, go to semiconventional.com to check out the networking event that I'm hosting the second week of February. So I can't wait to see you there. And until next time. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you.